service. Hey, I'm Jake Brennan, and I want to tell you about Disgraceland, the award-winning music and true crime podcast that I host. Disgraceland tells the stories of musicians getting away with murder and behaving very badly. Fleetwood Mac, Nipsey Hussle, Cardi B, Ozzy Osbourne, Taylor Swift, Tupac, The Beatles, Amy Winehouse, Jay-Z, The Grateful Dead, and so many more. This is not the music history you've heard before. This is an uncensored, immersive look at the lives of musical icons as seen through the crimes they've committed or that have been perpetrated against them. Did Jerry Lee Lewis murder his fifth wife? What really happened to Sam Cooke in that seedy motel at 3 a.m.? And how did the Rolling Stones wind up sleeping with the First Lady? Wait, what? New episodes of Disgraceland drop every Tuesday with bonus episodes released on Mondays and Thursdays. So get in, buckle up, and join me in Disgraceland. Available right now, wherever you get your podcasts. rock roll Badlands listeners, are you here? Are you with me? Are you too tired to go to bed? Too riled up to stay home? I know I am. This is another podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Badlands, the rap party. Welcome to the Badlands bonus episode, another thing we like to call the rap party. And just like that other show, this is a show that comes after the show, a voyage from one episode of Badlands to the other, the backlot breakdown of sorts. On this episode, we are talking about Chris Farley, Paul McCartney, and Sean Penn. And just like that other show, we are digging into your movie-focused voicemails, texts, DMs, and more. So Badlands listeners, let's get into it. Action, my good citizens of Badlands, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Chris Farley died on December 18th, 1997 at the age of 33. He was a super talented comic. You know this. Star of massive comedies and most notably of Saturday Night Live. The Chris Farley early 90s SNL era, it's my favorite. Um, Farley was a cast member from 90 to 95. This is, of course... The Adam Sandler, David Spade era that grows out of the Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, Dennis Miller era. It's right there in the sweet spot for me. I was in high school at the time. Uh, we watched it religiously every weekend at my friend Dorf's house on Saturday nights, and there was nothing better. And that's just like my opinion, man. So, you know, um, you might have your own favorite SNL era. I'm sure you do. 617-906-6638. Is it the early to mid 90s Farley era? Let me know. Is it the OG 1970s cast? Is it the year Eddie Murphy was on and Lauren Michaels was in the wind? Is it the Will Ferrell years? Is it right now? Is it funny now, though? I don't know. I don't watch it anymore. It's been unwatchable, in my opinion, for the past five or six years, like most of late night TV. And I'm the dude who historically defended SNL against people who were like, it's not funny anymore. Um, I always thought people who said SNL wasn't funny said it because they're just so used to what it was when they were in high school and college that they just could not get their head around uh, what it is now. That is not what I'm saying. I, I Yes, my favorite... SNL is from the time when I was in high school. Um, but I've watched it my whole life. My, I watched it 
you know, I've been watching it since middle school, if we're being honest. And I've uh, watched it. I've watched it all throughout my adult life until about five or six years ago when it just became garbage to me. Uh, like most of late night television has for the last four or five years. Not good. Um, so that's not what I'm doing. Um, but then again, I'm not watching it now. So I haven't watched anything in about a year. I haven't seen one skit. Um, and, you know, maybe it's good. Who knows? I, I know this is how it usually works. Like the show has had bad years. Um, but I think it's been consistently good since since it launched. Consistently good, has bad years sometimes. It takes them a while to calibrate the cast sometimes and, and to, to get the right mix of people in there. But this has been a very consistent drought for me. Um, and I hope it comes back, but it's just become really safe and sort of corporate elite-minded and boring, and I just fucking can't stand it. Um, so hopefully it comes back because I think we're better when SNL is better. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me, um, tell me if there are recent examples of SNL that are awesome. Change my mind. I'll watch them. Send me clips. I'll watch them. I'll get into it. I'll admit it if I'm wrong. All right. Um, and let me know your favorite SNL era or even better, better question. What's your favorite Chris Farley skit from SNL? Because I want to stay on this Farley theme because it's the last episode of Badlands. Is it Van Down by the River Guy? Is it the Paul McCartney skit? Is it Gap Girl, Schmidt's Gay? Hit me 617-906-6638 with your Chris Farley and your SNL thoughts. Chris Farley died, like I said, on December 18th, 1997. Where were you on December 18th, 1997? I was living in Boston. I just quit the band I was in, which was my life at the time, a band called Cast Iron Hike. We played our last show a week earlier with the Mighty Mighty Bostones in Cambridge, the Middle East, as part of their hometown throwdown week of shows. Uh, Farley would go on to die a couple of days later. I can't remember where I was or what I was doing or how it made me feel or even if I felt anything at all. I don't, I honestly do not remember it even registering and, and news moved slow then. So it's in all likelihood, I probably heard it a week later or something. I have no idea. Um, on December 18th, 1997, the day Chris Farley died, Candle in the Wind by Elton John was the number one song in America. And it was not about Chris Farley. It was about Princess Diana, who died a couple months earlier on August 31st. And I remember where I was in the night Princess Diana died. I was on a boat in Boston Harbor playing a show in Cast Iron Hike with Scissor Fight and Tree. And I'll never forget it because some dude jumped off the boat, the booze cruise, into the harbor and swam away from the boat and never came back. <laughs> totally true story. Epic night. The dude clearly didn't die. We would have heard about that. He must have made it back safely. I don't know who he was. I remember seeing it just being like, what the fuck? Am, what am I doing, man? December 18th, 1997, the day Chris Farley died. Scream 2 was the number one movie in America. Scream 2. Uh, in putting this bonus episode together, I discovered that we have it wrong in the Chris Farley episode. We said that Amistad was the number one movie in America on December 18th. I apologize for that. Our writer got it wrong. He wrote that it was Amistad, the Spielberg movie. And what does it say about me that I've seen Scream 2 and loved it and I haven't seen Amistad? I don't know. I don't care. Is Amistad any good? Let me know. Uh, let me know if I should watch it. I probably won't. It doesn't seem interesting to me. Um, then again, who knows? I change my mind about this shit constantly. Uh, Chris Farley said, quote, people need a time to laugh. It's up to us to bonk ourselves on the head and slip on a banana peel so the average guy can say, I may be bad, honey, but I'm not as much of an idiot as that guy on the screen. And I would agree with that. Chris Farley seemed like a good dude, and it sucks that he's gone. We could use his laughs right now. Uh, check out the new episode of Badlands on Chris Farley if you have not already. Hit me up, 617-906-6638, and I'll be back after this short break with the Music Mashup segment 
of the rap party. So on last week's music mashup portion of this show, we talked about Richard Pryor hanging with Miles Davis and Sly Stone and John Belushi hanging with Joe Walsh from the Eagles. And for this Chris Farley bonus episode, when it comes to Chris Farley and other musicians, you need look no further than Paul McCartney. The skit that aired on February 13th, 1993. And if you know it, you know it. And if you don't know it, it's too funny to explain. And you need to seek it out on YouTube to watch. Uh, just search Chris Farley, Paul McCartney you'll get an incredible laugh. Um, there's some cool backstage stories about Farley and Sir Paul that are pretty delicious. Uh, apparently the week of rehearsals, uh, if I get this wrong, don't, don't, don't hate me. I read this a couple days ago, but the week of rehearsals, you know, Farley's in some room at 30 Rock rehearsing with Adam Sandler and, uh, Paul McCartney's just hanging around looking for something to do, apparently. And he just peeks his head in with a guitar and he's like, uh, hey, uh, you guys want to hear a song? <laughs> can you fucking, can you imagine just being at work and like a beetle pokes his head in with a guitar and he's like, hey, uh, you want to hear a song? So of course they're like, yeah. And uh, Farley yells out Blackbird and McCartney comes in and, and sits down and, and plays Blackbird for fucking Chris Farley and, and Adam Sandler. And Farley's like calling his friends on the landline and like holding the phone up so they can hear <laughs> Paul McCartney. Fucking amazing. Amazing. Anyways, I thought you guys would like that. Um, all right, that's our music mashup portion of the show. Last week, um, the first ever Rap Party bonus episode we did for Badlands, the Badlands feed here. I uh, put the call to have you guys call in and text some of your movie, uh, favorite movie and television content or just movie and TV content questions. Let's see what you guys came back with. Let's hear this voicemail from the 714. Hey, man. Love everything you do. Um, in regards to the rap party and what makes comedians so dark is these guys want to make the world laugh because they understand how much pain folks are in. Um, I am not a comedian myself, but I am someone who definitely likes to bring others joy and make people laugh and um, so I understand that bit um, because of the pain that have gone through and been through. Obviously we know the tragedy that was Robin Williams who was also one of our great comedians of all time. Uh, I think these guys just wrestle with the darkness um, why they can channel it so well. I think it's why you see a lot of good comedians can pull off some dark roles uh, even like Bob Odenkirk when he channeled that role for uh, Better Call Saul. All right, man, keep everything you're doing, and uh, just I hope everything you do blows up huge. Uh, you deserve it. Peace. Late. All right, thanks for the call. We need more people like yourself, whether we're comedians or or not, to bring the joy. Uh, so thank you, uh, and sorry about the pain. And that's the thing, though, right? You're right. It's the pain that drives us. Drives us to be funny, drives us to love, drives us to be better versions of ourselves. It should, anyhow. Um, I guess that sometimes some folks like Richard Jenny or Robin Williams can't see their way out. And that's some sad stuff right there. But you know what? The light always conquers the dark. I truly believe that. Uh, thank you for your call. Keep keeping on. Let's check out Matt from the 818. Hey, Jake. Uh, my name is Matt. Big fan of your podcast. Uh, discovered them about a year ago, and I, ne I never miss one. Although I sometimes have to skip through the horror ones because I'm, I'm 
kind of squeamish. Anyway, you uh, asked about science fiction uh, movies that after from 77 forward. I, I have to go with Star Wars, Aliens, the second one, and Terminator 2. And if I was going to make it a top five, I'd probably add War of the Worlds, the Spielberg version. thought it was fantastic. And uh, Signs with Mel Gibson and uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. But uh, I'm a little bit older than you, I think. A couple of five, ten years. And I'm a huge prior fan ever since I was a kid. And I remember seeing Silver Streak and Stir Crazy in the theaters multiple times. I do not remember a Richard Pryor TV show either. You blew my mind when I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? But uh, for a TV show I would recommend is Barry with Bill Hader. It must see so fucking great. Anyway, uh, can't wait for more episodes. Take it easy. Bye. All right, Matt, I appreciate the science fiction list. Star Wars, Aliens, Terminator 2, War of the Worlds, Signs. Just watched Signs or started Signs last night, coincidentally. Uh, never seen it. M. Night just throwing high heat right out of the gate. I watched uh, the first, about the first act, first 20 or so minutes. And uh, I'm going to watch the rest tonight. I'll get back to you on that. Aliens I've never seen. Never seen part two. Alien is fucking great. Fucking great. Is that sci-fi or horror? I guess it's the best of both, right? It's really, really, truly great. Um, and uh, stoked I turned you on to the, to the Richard Pryor show. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I watched the first two seasons of Barry. Uh, and thanks for the reminder. I need to catch up on the rest. All right. All right. Thanks for that call. 617-906-6638. Digging this top five sci-fi theme. Get at me and get at me with any Chris Farley or SNL thoughts. Let's do some texts. All right, got a text here from the 480, oh, and this is, uh, this is sweet. I like this one. It says, hi, Jake, an old Grammy in North Georgia. Love the Badlands apps. You asked about the Richard Pryor TV show, and I remember it, as well as other black comics that had shows around the same time. Flip Wilson, Red Fox, etc. Just good, fun variety shows. Nothing groundbreaking except just the stars were black. My daughter is a stand-up comedian in L.A., she had been doing it successfully, owns a house and a car since 2000, and she did not have a dark childhood, just low, middle class, and she talks about her southern upbringing. Not all comics are dark, maybe just the ones that turn to drugs or alcohol to perform. Keep up the good work. I love that. I love that. That's so sweet. You get a grandmother texting, <laughs> texting in, defending her stand-up comic daughter. I fucking love that. All right, what else do we have here? From the 385, hey, Jake, as a fellow non-sci-fi guy, exceptions, Twilight Zone and Mystic. Uh, is that what that says? Mystic? I decided to do something unorthodox. I chose my top three so bad it's good sci-fi movies. Top three so bad it's good sci-fi movies. Here they are in no particular order. Moonfall, we scanned your conscience and you're part of the moon now. And he says, actual line in the movie. <laughs> Mac and me, E.T. knockoff, funded by McDonald's, face off. This isn't so bad. It's good per se, but it is fun. Happy watching Rockerola Dylan. Um, cool idea, man. So bad it's good. I haven't seen any of those. I thought Moonfall was like a serious movie. What am I thinking of? Is that like a, what, what am I thinking? What won the Oscar a couple of years ago? I should know this. Um, all right. Let's go. Keep going here. 
714 writes in, Best TV show hosted by a comedian. I love Lucy. Oh, all right. All right, from the 951, hello from the West in response to the first Badlands rap party question, why are comedians so dark? Now, I'm not a comedian. I'm relatively funny, and I'm quick with the comebacks, but unfortunately not a comedian. I listen to Disgraceland and Badlands religiously, but sprinkle in comedy podcasts to balance out the sads with some smiles. In my years of enjoying and loving comedy, I've learned that there's consistently one factor tying most of us funny people together, trauma. Most comedians or comically inclined folk have had rough upbringings or rough lives in totality. Uh, yeah, I I totally hear that. I totally get that. I totally get that. Same goes for musicians. Um, yeah, uh, appreciate this. This goes on and it gets kind of dark. I don't want to go there. Uh, but it ends on an up note. It says, love everything you do and I'm glad you're part of my mundane warehouse life. Keep being a fucking badass. Gracie from Southern Cali. Thanks, Gracie. Keep, keep keeping on, Gracie. Keep that light shining in and uh, stay in touch. Let's do a couple uh, DMs here. Hold on. All right. Bornheel83 on Instagram says, Hey, Jake, love the show. I would like to suggest the subjects of Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. I think they would be great subjects for Badlands and Disgraceland, respectively. That's interesting. Yeah, they could both be either. I'm into that. I'll check out uh, Messrs. Hope and Crosby. Uh, let's move on. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Hey, Jake, sorry to bother you. I know you're busy. I'm not that busy. Uh, but I just wanted to tell you that, again, you are helping me through a dark and difficult time. Oh, yes, yes. Mr. Brad Gray, I hope you're doing well, my man. Hang in there. All right. That covers it for the DMs. That covers it for the voicemails. That covers it for the text 617-906-6638. Voicemail or text. Or you can hit me on DM, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, at Pod. Quick break. Back with some recommendations right after this. All right, this is the other recommendations part, the part of the other show where we recommend the movies and the television content, the recommendations part, the part where you send me all your weird and awesome movie recommendations, and we discuss the movie recommendations part here in the Badlands Rap Party episode. Okay, let's start with Chris Farley movies, Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, not my thing, not a big Chris Farley movie guy. Love the SNL stuff, but not into his movies. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me what I need to rewatch. 617-906-6638. Remember, I got young kids maybe it's time is nine too young for chris farley movies i don't know i don't know i don't remember i remember seeing these and not being interested when they came out but who knows let me know if i'm wrong all right straight up film recommendations though because over in the disgraceland feed uh we are we just released what is probably my favorite episode an episode on bruce springsteen's nebraska i'm gonna recommend that you all watch indian runner okay indian runner you've never heard of this doesn't matter it's fucking great it's great You've heard of Sean Penn, right? Haven't you? One of the greatest American actors, one of the greatest actors ever. This is the movie that he wrote and directed. The first movie he wrote, first movie he directed. He's not in it. Don't be looking for him. Don't be upset when he doesn't appear on screen. But Sean Penn used to date Bruce Springsteen's sister, okay? And during that time, he was listening to Bruce Springsteen, obviously, and he based this movie that he wrote on a song of Springsteen's from Nebraska. And it's fucking great. This movie got me into the Springsteen album. Go watch it. Also, 
uh, it's baseball season, and I'm back into baseball again in a way that I did not expect. And I think it has everything to do with my five-year-old being pumped about playing baseball. Uh, but I went and I did something I've been meaning to do for the last year, which is to watch the Nolan Ryan documentary on Netflix, Facing Nolan. Fucking awesome. Oh, I mean, the documentary is not awesome. Like as a documentary, the story's awesome and the subject is awesome. Nolan Ryan was an animal. An animal, uh, to say they don't make him like that anymore is uh, an obvious statement. Uh, if you're a fan of sports in general, if you're a fan of tough guys, if you're a fan of badasses, real men, this is the guy. Uh, Nolan Ryan, watch Facing Nolan. Also, I'm kind of uh, obsessed with this Instagram account. I, <laughs> I'm going to recommend this because it's connected uh, to Facing Nolan. It's called The Greatest Show on Dirt. Look that up at Greatest Show on Dirt on Instagram, and it's all 80s and 90s baseball content. It's truly, truly great hysterical stuff. That guy's killing it, whoever he is. Uh, Rewatched Alien after our sci fi conversation started. It's still fucking great. It's tremendous. Um, if you haven't seen it, I don't know what you're waiting for, but I can't judge because, like I said earlier, I still haven't seen Aliens, the second Alien movie, Aliens. And some people think the sequel is better than the first. So. What do I know? 617-906-6638. Tell me what I don't know. Tell me what I do know. Tell me what I need to know. Send me your movie recommendations, television television recommendations as well. I'm in a TV glut right now. Uh, you can also reach me at DisgracelandPod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever I am there. Thought about the Badlands socials. Thought about it again this week. Do I do it? Do I not do it? I'm not going to do it. You know what? I'm fucking sick of being on social media as it is. Um, I'd rather talk to you guys over text and voicemail. I don't know why. Uh, social media is too distracting. I can't do new accounts for Badlands. So just hit me on the Disgraceland accounts to talk Badlands. Uh, yeah, you get it. All right, what else? Um, I don't know. I'll have more recommendations next week. I've got uh, I got a lot going on. I'm traveling, heading to North Carolina, do some research. Pretty excited about that. Um, but before I go, let's take a quick break, and I'll be back in a few seconds. All right, let's recap. Number one, Chris Farley is available now in the Badlands feed. Number two, James Dean is coming your way next season. Number three, over in Disgraceland, we are launching season 12 next week. Can you believe it? Season 12 with an episode on Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska. Number four, call me for fuck's sake. What am I, your mother? Your mother? You never call your mother anymore. You never call your mother. 617-906-6638 to get this Badlands movie conversation pumping. Uh, number five, next week in Badlands, uh, who do we have? James Dean. James Dean. There we go. Chris Farley to James Dean. <laughs> yeah, James Dean. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll, I'm going to save my thoughts about James Dean. All right. Now, a second dose of bliss. Uh, I got to get the hell out of here. Where what am I doing? I'm going. I got to get my hair cut. I'm going to, uh, going to see Andrew and Kiki at Seaport Baba's Kid. Get tuned up for my trip. Um, all right. In honor of Chris Farley, me reading you the script from Tommy Boy. All right. Here we go. Tommy Boy. Tommy, hurry up. You're going to be late for school again. Son of a... Damn. Nice doggy. Nice doggy. 
Holy sneakies. Late again, Tommy? You're pathetic. Shut up, Richard. Hurry up, Tommy, hurry up! Damn. Hi, how are you? Oh, man. No, please, God, no. Son of a... Sorry, excuse me. Pardon me. Can, can I just check? Uh, uh, D plus? Oh, my God, I passed. I passed. Oh, my God, I got a D plus. I'm going to graduate. I wish we'd known each other. This is a little awkward. I'm going to graduate. D plus. Hey, guys, do I look different now that I'm a college grad? Tommy boy. Tommy, hurry up. You're going to be late for school again. Son of a... Damn. Nice doggy. Nice doggy. Holy sneakies. Late again, Tommy? You're pathetic. Shut up. Hurry up, Tommy. Hurry up. Quit talking and start mixing. Cut it.